Welcome to Patscast, the unofficial Regina Pats podcast. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. And this is our episode for November 14th, 2021. Held in right point by Spozel. Left point, Riker Evans. On the power play, back to the midpoint. One-timer scores! Grab that puck. Stanislas Spozel with his first career goal in the Western Hockey League. Dallas accepts a pass into the attacking zone for Regina. Centered in front, they score! Tanner Howe! What a gorgeous pass by Borea Vallis. What a deflection. Look what a that. deflection as well. And- well, Chris, I'm going to start this one off the way I started last week. And I said, what a difference a week can make. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> what a difference a week can make. Because uh, last week we were, feeling, we were feeling pretty good. And coming into this week, we thought, hey, we got some, some good teams coming into town. We'll have some good games, some good tests, and uh, part of that's true. We did have some good teams come into town, and we did have some good tests. Um, just didn't really step up to the challenge, it felt like, this week, hey? Yeah, it was a... I think maybe, you know, recency bias, you know, with the, with the, the Saturday night game, it just... It was a it was a tough, tough week. It, it was a tough week. Um, we'll just... We'll go through the games like we typically do now. The Red Deer game, it was it was interesting. That we so we lost this game. It was a good game. It was close. Um, it really felt like it actually could have gone either way. Um, it was interesting because actually when we were doing, we were standing down there after we did the interviews uh, post game with uh, with coaching and some players. And you know what? I felt disappointed because that was a winnable game. I felt like coming to that rink and and that night and watching that game that that was a missed opportunity to be honest i felt like we could have won that game um we did talk to ken schneider he he kind of said you know we just didn't get great scoring opportunities which is true um they they were good at just limiting our opportunities keeping us on the outside not getting great shots um yeah i don't know i mean guess what i'm saying is i just felt like that was a missed one. Um, it felt like coming to the rink, we actually had the opportunity. They were playing well. Um, yeah, I, it's it's going back to like, you know, we were sitting up again in the press box and as watching them play, there's still some things missing. Like it's just, we seem to hone in on, I know there's probably other things, we pick up on like the zone exiting. Like how many times did we just see them, one time we literally saw them flip the puck up. Like, it was just, like, in the air, and it was just, like, a lob pass. And it's like, why? Why would you do that? You're giving up puck possession. It wasn't to change. It wasn't to do anything. It was just, like, a... Man, there, there, was, there was some missed, just bad play in that game, unfortunately. And it was a close yeah, game. It was, yeah. And Ridgers is a sneaky team. Uh, they're They're big. They're older. Uh, they don't have any, you know, standout guys, standout skill, per se. Yeah. I mean, they do have guys that have some skill, but you know that they, they, it's a scoring by committee type team, right? Yeah. They don't and, have the uh, you still draft picks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, and you still see maybe a little bit of that Sutter touch where it's you know strong defensively, right? And like yeah. you said, they limited the high quality scoring chances. Yeah. That and night. It, and so. another another game with that top line of Nyhoff, Bedard, 
and Dubinsky not producing. Um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. It was just uh, it was a game that started well for the Pats. They got that quick goal. Um, just they just seemed to lose their mojo after after a little while, and whether they got tired or ground down, I'm not sure. But yeah, it was too bad. I think uh, I think we it wasn't a shorthanded goal, but it was close to we gave up. Um, yeah, just just a. I missed opportunity. It was, it was disappointing. I was disappointed in that one. Um, it was another uh, first goal shorthanded, that breakaway. Okay. Yeah, like... That was a game winner. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, there... Yeah, like... Shoot, hey, just... Sucks. Sucks. But... Um, one thing I do want to say is... it was So it was the Wednesday night, the day before the... Stat holiday for kids, the, the November November length holiday, and they the Pats gave away a ton of tickets, and that was that was the best crowd we've seen in the Brant Center, and in probably three years. Would you go that long? Well, I, I think so. Since yeah. the Memorial Cup, like I haven't seen fifty six ninety two in these. Oh, well, I guess I'll say the last two seasons with fans yeah. after the Memorial Cup, right? right? I don't think there was 56-92 any of those two seasons. Yeah, I don't know, but it, regardless, even just having kids and the, the buzz buzzing, right? And they're yeah, loud yeah, and like they're there's fun. The buzz in the crowd, right? Yeah, yeah and definitely. It was it was even though we lost and it was disappointing, it was still a fairly kind of good fun atmosphere. game to be at. Yeah, there was good and I compared it then to the um Friday game. And I said to you at one point, it is dead in here. Like it is, there's no buzz, crowd noise, anything. And then there's a whistle and all of a sudden the music's in your ears and you're like, for God's sakes. And it's just like, (laughs) it's like down and then up and down and just like artificial noise. Right. And it's like, yeah, no, but Wednesday you could feel it there. You could hear it. And then the, that Saturday game just, it's in the lull and Friday. Yeah. yeah, the Friday game was just, yeah. And then anyways, I'm leading into that. Saturday, saying Saturday, I thought the attendance was going to be terrible on Saturday, but it was more than Friday. So, and it, yeah. and you could tell it looked about the same. Yeah. So, it was just a few more on Saturday. That That's super surprising, is that Saturday. Uh, yeah. Amount and of- I mean, I, I went a little later, like I walked in a couple minutes late, but getting to the game wasn't, wasn't bad at all. That's interesting. So, I thought it'd be a disaster. I thought it was too. Yeah. I thought it would be. But um, I think it was late enough. I didn't leave my house till like quarter two. So. Okay. Uh, you know, highlight of that game, Svozel gets his first goal. There's a nice goal too. Nice pass by Riker Evans, kind of like behind the back to uh, Svozel. I don't know if it was a one, I can't remember if it was a one-timer. If you yeah, just it was really, a one-timer. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Nice shot. Um, uh, we did talk to him afterwards. Uh, the interview is also posted on the Pat's Twitter uh, so we won't play it here, but uh, uh, if you want to listen to that, we'll retweet it along with uh, with uh, some comments. But uh, yeah, you know, talking to him is interesting. He was saying, um, I don't you know, so he did win our Player of the Week poll this week. Um, I think it might have been a little... A little jaded for the for the voting, <laughs> but uh, you know that's what happens when you let the public decide. So, um, 
just speaking to him. Uh, he, to be honest, when he with the first few games watching him, both of us eh, not terribly impressed. Would you say? No, but like <laughs> we said, he you know coming over new country, yeah. new style of hockey, lots yeah. of things, new life now. Like totally. I couldn't imagine doing that at seventeen. Yeah, uh, I found him to be a little. His defensive game was a little weak. Um, it's still not maybe uh, like he's not a stay-at-home defenseman. No, no, no. <laughs> he's got a little more offensive, and we know we were recognizing in the the uh, the power play play that they have set up with him. He's the guy on the blue line <laughs> to start. Like he's he's the high yeah. man at some point. So instead of you know a forward, they got the other D man on the blue line. Yeah, yeah. So kind of interesting, <laughs> but um, you know he had some comments. Uh, he said he settled into the. The type of game over the North American game now, uh, he describes it more, much more physical, and he likes that about it. Um, yeah, so just uh, uh, he yeah, feels and I like think his game has come along. Absolutely, yeah. I agree. He's he's still. I think he's definitely thinking offense most of the time, but uh, you know, it's it's coming. Like, yeah, can't expect him to jump in and just be. There was one point. Right I think it was the Red Deer game. We were watching, and I said, "This is where." He was he was the uh, he was the single man on a two on one, and I said to you, this is where he can prove it to us, and he played it very well actually. Um, so he does have some good some defensive ability. Uh, he's more of an offensive defenseman. I think that's just the player he is. So if you're watching him and expecting him to be a stay at home defenseman, it's, it's not going to happen. He's he's no. probably going to get exposed sometimes, but uh, he'll he'll I think he will start to generate some more offense as well. Definitely, yeah. Um, anyways, so that was kind of a bit of a tangent on the, the Red Deer game, but anything else you want to say regarding that? Uh, no, that's it. We'll All move right. on to Edmonton here. To Edmonton, we knew this was going to be a challenge. They've got, uh, what, three first-round draft picks, including their goaltender. Uh, yep. they got multiple other draft picks into the NHL. They're a talented team. Uh, and they, they... They're that next tier, right? Like we're looking Winnipeg, probably top tier, Edmonton behind them, and that's 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 the kind of hockey they play, and that's the that's the team. If you want to be the best, you're gonna to have to play with them, and we we did not play <laughs> with them at all. It was, uh, I mean, I guess we don't want to play with them, but that's that's the way it's gonna go. I think with with that's where the Pats are at right now. Yeah, you know. You get Dylan Gunther back, first game back, a goal and two assists. You know, neighbors, they kept kind of neighbors quiet, only one assist. But it was guys all up and down the lineup scoring. It wasn't just one guy or one line. Like, yeah. it, was, uh, it was an impressive. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking, uh, too, was like, sure, we, we talk about these draft picks, NHL players, but it was actually, they're, non, they're not their big names. The guy that got first star hadn't even scored a goal that season right and he comes out and scores two against us and uh i think he had some other points too so you know it wasn't just their big names that were doing it it was it was they have some depth and i think maybe we could pair up with that top line and maybe keep them quiet but then yeah Yeah. obviously our our skill level falls off quite quickly compared to theirs and yeah we got exposed it felt like yeah, it's the second period was really, really tough. Um, you know, you're given. Go ahead. Oh, well, I was just gonna say, you know, Sim though the goaltender. So we were wondering, oh, who's gonna play? 
Keeper's not going to play all these games. When will Sim get the start? Um, he looked. He was not the issue at all. Like I know they no. hung up, uh, what six on him, but he looked actually fairly good. He was making the first stop a lot of time. Um, the goals that got scored were based on Edmonton's skill, not not Sim's lack thereof. No, like there was, you know, goals backdoor and stuff and that he had no chance on, you know, the breakaway. Gunther was on the breakaway, right? He went five hole. That was just yeah. that's just a nice move. Yeah. Um stuff like that. It was yeah, it was tough. And we thought, oh, maybe Keeper will get that start and Sim will get Saturday, but uh yeah. they went with Sim. Against Edmonton, I thought I think we all all three of us with Kevin there were surprised with that decision. But yeah. I mean no, he, I don't think uh, I don't goaltender. think Keeper would have changed the outcome of that game at all, right? No, no. I mean, there was some pushback in the third period, but I mean, the score was five-one at that point. Yeah, um, I know. Bedard the, finally got the, a few, you know, but yeah, it was nice to see him get a couple. You know, a nice, a nice pass by Vallis on that first one, and just that yeah. beautiful shot on the second one. Yeah. So yeah. we thought, okay, maybe he gets a couple here. Now we now we get him going again, right? He's been up and down, but I mean, that's what happens when you're 16 as well. Yeah, yeah, it was nice for him to get those. I don't. I mean, this is this is the cream of the crop of the CHL. So yeah, <laughs> I, I I wasn't as disappointed. Uh, and they did, you know, they didn't roll over though. You know, that's the thing. They weren't just like they were just outclassed. It was kind of as simple yeah. as that, right? Yeah, no, I wasn't disappointed in the game. Yeah, obviously they lost, but I mean, I don't think there's much more they could have done to, you know, no. try to win that game. I no. mean, they gave it, they gave it all, and uh, just was just wasn't uh, to be on that there. night. What was disappointing though was the Lethbridge game. That this one, they should have and could have won. I think you had a team in Lethbridge on a. Uh, kind of on the tail end of a road swing here. Six-game losing streak. Yeah, they are not. They are not an elite team either. Um, and they they made us look bad. They made yeah, us look really know. bad. This was just this is the most disappointing game of the week by far. Um, sure, we have some injury bug right with Stringer, Smith, Brooke. Um, even Englot was, yeah. was kind of questionable. It seemed so. Englot went out during the the Edmonton game, but was back in the lineup for this. Who knows? Maybe because of how short they were. Maybe they kind of said, oh, "You know, we're gonna have to play a little, little gimpy." But yeah, they. I mean, it, he looked okay out there. It didn't seem like he was favoring anything or shying away from the physical yeah. uh, play that he likes to likes to play. Okay, but uh, they also brought up Barnett. Yeah. As well, yeah. Um, I had to watch this game, game on TV. How, how did how did he look? Was he noticeable? Did he get much ice time? Do you know? Uh, he did get a decent amount um, for the fourth line, right? I mean, mm-hmm. he, there's nothing flashy. You notice him out there with the cage on, so yeah, he was uh, you know nothing nothing flashy at all. But under warm body in the lineup, I guess, yeah. and uh, yeah. go with there. But yeah, I mean, it was a total team. Lack, not, I don't know, say lack of effort, but it was just a total team loss. Like it, not, nothing looked good out there yeah. at all. <laughs> no one really to hang it on. Just the whole team, just not, 
yeah it was yeah i mean they give up the late one in the first but then whitehead comes down on a breakaway and hits the crossbar you know that i don't know if that would have changed the game or anything but i mean that would have you know at least you go into the into the break up one again but yeah yeah it was i don't even know what to say about the game yeah i don't there's not much not much to say it was just a crappy crappy game um only can go up from there though right let's hope <laughs> i mean uh, how had a nice goal again with a nice pass from Vallis. true true that was i mean um, that's we can talk was... about that a little bit of a shake up in the lines hey there's uh so yeah they right? moved um bedard down up sideways i don't know they they have one two but i don't think they're how they no put them out really matters but he was yeah he was centering how and Vallis, but then yeah. by the end of the game he had carrier was in the middle of Howe and Bedard. Okay. So they changed it up, you know, mid-game. I mean, it was too late already, but... Yeah. I do like... I don't know. I liked that original line with Tanner Howe, yeah. Bedard, and Vallis. Um, I feel like Vallis is a really good playmaker, and he'd be really good with those two. Um, and I think you had to do something. You had to move Bedard around to something. Like, it was obviously not... Something wasn't clicking, I think. Uh, and I saw it in preseason. The Dubinsky-Bedard seemed to have really good chemistry. Didn't translate into the regular season. Um, they went away from it, and then they went back to it, right? Yeah, Here, they tried the it. The last few games. And yeah. they went... The, the whole line went pointless for how long. Um, yeah. So you just... You need to do something. They did get... So Bedard got those goals, but regardless, um, uh, in the Edmonton game, but... It just wasn't clicking, so yeah. I'm happy I mean, to see. Yeah, you put him. You put him with Howe. He's the hottest guy on the team, right? Yeah. Like I would I like. I seen I seen a tweet from uh, the guy known PA Dana Dirks. He's like, everybody's going for the Bedard show and staying for the Howe show. Yeah, that that's not a not a, a bad comment, right? No. Like Howe has been impressive and can't say enough about his play lately. Yeah, and you know it's kind of maybe a good thing, like for Bedard, like there's someone else stepping up and maybe taking some of the spotlight for spotlight right now, away, which isn't maybe bad. Cause he Bedard's not producing and rather having that negative spotlight. It's just not on him. Right. It's on someone else yeah, yeah, who's doing right. well. Uh, if, if how wasn't there and everyone was doing terrible, there might be more of a negative spotlight on, on Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But I mean, yeah, yeah, it's, it's tough, right? Like, Last year was different, obviously, being in the hub. You're in one spot. You're just playing hockey. I mean, there's a few comments out there like, okay, there wasn't Euros. So there's, you know, you got that skill there. Uh, there wasn't as many 20s. You know, there's no road trips. So it's maybe a little easier on the guys. And Bedard, maybe he thrived in that environment. And then now, now with, you know, actual going to school every day, you know, the road trips now. Stuff mm-hmm. like that, then maybe that's he's struggling with. I mean, it's not like he's new to this game or anything, but I mean, don't want to make excuses for him, but he's just struggling. I mean, and he's still 16, so. Yeah, he seems to not, even from the beginning of the season to now, there's just that little, the little burst of the first step or something isn't as sharp. I don't know if maybe he's got like a little something nagging or what, but like he used to be able to deceptively get past 
that first defender or something like he would make a he'd be able to get around them right you'd see that and the guys would be like skating backwards and all of a sudden trying to turn around and and catch up to him but he just and maybe the defensemen are playing him a little different too more physical and they're not letting him get around i'm fine i'm noticing that too um yeah i mean they're they know what he can do so that you know like we said before that teams are keen on him now right like mm-hmm. last year okay yeah he's 15 yeah he's got he's supposed to be good right like maybe teams not let off on him but you know focused on other guys on the team mm-hmm. and they he made them pay right yeah and now 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 he's number one he's the number one target right yeah. yeah but speaking of being physical not to change the subject but i noticed how he really i don't know if it's if he's engaging with other guys at the faceoff, but man he's always in battles with the other winger and he took that penalty on Saturday, that which led to a goal. Yeah. Right in, I don't know, what was it? It was right at the end of the second, I think it was. Okay. But, yeah, in sportsmanly conduct at 1906 of the second, mm-hmm. that led to the fourth goal. So you go, that's 4-1 going into third. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what, I didn't actually see what happened. I don't know if he broke the guy's stick at the face-off or <laughs> what, but I noticed guys are... Like he's a smaller guy and he's taken a lot of beating. You know, I think teams he, are obviously know what he can do. Yeah, he doesn't shy away from it either, though. No, he doesn't. He so might I don't be know the he's, one stirring it. He could be right. Kind you of you a, never know. I don't. Maybe a Marshawn type guy, a little bit smaller, feisty. Yeah, good skill. Yeah, even like <laughs> Dubinsky, right? Like right. Yeah, how he was right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stirring the pot. So, but I did notice that. Like he's he's taking a little bit of a beating. Yeah, yeah, he does. Well, if anything, they do have some time to think about it. Only one game coming up this week. Uh, So they're starting their their way, their road trip, their Agribition road trip, the annual road trip. A little bit different this year, but this week it starts off in Moose Jaw on Saturday. And uh, so Moose Jaw, you know, as is usual, they're playing the same teams that we did. So they played Edmonton the day after us and then they played Lethbridge the day after us and they took Edmonton to uh shootout at that so they played them quite a bit better uh Lethbridge ended up so they beat Lethbridge 3-2 3-2 so uh you know their Musha might be looking a little better uh this could this could be a tough game as well um we got a week off pretty much um Pats are going to have to bring it. Moose Jaw's no slouch. Um, I'm hoping hoping Lethbridge was a good lesson, and, and we'll see. We'll see what comes comes out on on Saturday on the road. Yeah, uh, I think you you got to have a better a better showing. I don't know what the what the coaches can do to get a little more out of this, but uh, yeah, that was that was uninspiring, obviously. So nothing like a good highway rivalry, though. To to heat things back up, have a, a passionate game, and hopefully, hopefully play better. Yeah, that's all we can ask for, right? Yeah. Uh, so around the league, um, just looking at the standings here, man, Winnipeg is ripping away with it. They are again went this week, won every game. They're sitting at eighteen games played, seventeen wins, one loss. Um, goal fours, 98 versus 31 against like they are, they took it to Saskatoon this weekend. They had a home and home. Um, 
man, they are looking unstoppable right now. Yeah, definitely. Like, I I hope for their sake we get to play through this season and they get something out of this because this this would be a really wasted, sad uh, scenario if they they just sort of win the East and that's that, right? Yeah, definitely. But I mean, you look on the other side, Everett. They're eleven oh oh and one. Just a shootout loss on their yeah. on their record. Yeah, Kamloops so, is uh, thirteen and two. Two. Yeah. So kind of the upper echelon, and then yeah, when it goes Winnipeg in the East now, back to East Winnipeg, and then to Edmonton, and I mean Edmonton's twelve three and two. Um, yeah, like they're they're really Winnipeg is is just pulling away. Yeah, that's uh, be interesting how how long they can keep this going, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, it, this is it's obviously more than a hot streak at seventeen and one, but yeah, that's that's impressive. Yeah, yeah, not impressive. I did watch their watch the end of the Saskatoon game against them in Winnipeg, and their crowd man is not <laughs> not impressive at all. Yeah, and. Until they can figure something out with their arena and get settled in and get a home, I think that's that's gonna be a struggle. And that's a real shame. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you look at their attendance the last five games. Since sixteen twenty one. I don't know if that's uh, full capacity, but there's because there's three games at sixteen twenty one. That's kind of an odd number to be. Yeah, that must happen. be a sellout. And but it's there's nobody there's. Nowhere near a sellout. No, no. And maybe they're so, selling the tickets, but butts and yeah, seats no one's are not, showing up. not that. Yeah, yeah. Most of their games are listed at sixteen twenty one, and that's so I don't know what they're doing there because that's cooking the books. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. I mean, they the tense is not good, and we even looked at their other teams that they run in that whole corporation type yeah. deal. Their junior A teams are getting. Uh, bantam numbers here in Regina Bantam numbers so yeah. like double digits their junior A teams are getting double digit numbers that's I don't know how you run a business with those kind of attendance numbers yeah yeah okay anything else you want to go over I don't know it's uh, no that's I think that's about it okay so one game this week Chris and I are deciding if we'll do an episode for that we kind of said if there's lots that goes on this week and if it's a great game uh, we'll hit up and we'll do a single game episode. Otherwise, uh, we'll see. We'll see what it looks like over the next couple of weeks. Uh, they're all away games, so we won't have a chance to really interview anyone. Um, so just a little less content there. But uh, yeah, we'll, we will be back. We're just not quite sure when. Yeah, um, maybe not till 29th. Yeah, have yeah. lots to talk about. Maybe so. Regardless, we'll you be. Don't see we'll be active on the Twitter. At WHL Patscast, uh, trying to get lots of content out there. Put a little Tanner Howe clip today. Sorry, it was just audio. Sorry if I misled anyone regarding that. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, just some comments that we got over some of the past interviews of, of comments uh, people have made about Tanner and, and his season thus far. So check that out. And uh, yeah, we're active on yeah. Twitter. We'll talk uh, about Our friends at Access hopped in and, and saved the day by throwing in a highlight pack. Yeah. As they got well, some video on for, the how. for Tanner. Yeah. And Thanks to those guys. Yeah. 
yeah so uh yeah interact with us there usually lots of fun talking smack and and whatnot so uh till then we will talk to you guys and won't see you at the ring for a while have a good night good night Patscast is a proud member of the Saskatchewan Podcast Network. If you're interested in other homegrown podcasts with a wide variety of topics, check out saskpodcastnetwork.com.